What is up, people? And thank you so much for listening in to this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. I'm your host, EJ Stewart. We got a great show lined up today. There were some big rumors regarding some casting uh, interest from Marvel for the Wolverine character that, of course, we'll be seeing now that Fox is under the Marvel Disney umbrella. Who that is, I think, surprised a lot of people. The truth behind the rumor seems to be very up in the air. So we gotta have to take everything we say about it with a grain of salt. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Also, we'll be talking um, about She-Hulk some more. It looks like uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo may be in talks to be a part of that movie as well. And um, Suicide Squad wrapped production, and we got a really interesting, heartfelt um, post by James Gunn, who's of course directing that movie. Been through a lot over the last year or so. And uh, at the end of the show this week, we had The Flash as our uh, episode recap. So we had obviously a lot of episodes of Flash. We recently watched one from last week, and there's a new episode coming out next week. So before that comes out, we'll be having a a recap of The Flash for this show. Joining me, though, are my co-hosts before we get to that, uh, Shamari and Kendall. And I want to toss this to you guys. First time we're all in studio together for the first time in a long time. So I'm really excited for that, obviously. I hope you guys will enjoy it. And... IGN this week came out with its uh, official rankings of the best Batman movies. I want you guys to give me what you think the top five is. I'll go to you first, Sham. Is it in order? Yeah. Yeah, they ranked them in order. Did they include animated? Yes. Mm. They did include animated. Yes. That really kind of... Guys, we're not like, there really well, aren't that many Batman movies to begin with. I think, to be clear, they included... Only animated movies that made it to the big screen. That's that's a harder thing. That's to, all. That's, that's to encapsulate. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what. A lot of animated movies. Yeah, like what? Which ones? I don't want to give away. Yeah, you don't want to give away movies because I want you guys to guess them. Is, are there only five on the list, or are you just asking? The There's a twelve on the list. They, they ranked everything. Yes. To be clear, what to give you guys one hint. Only one animated movie is on this list. Can I include out of the animated 12? movies that are not? Well, well, oh, I was going to ask you to rank the, what, what their think, top five. Yeah, oh, what do you think, oh, think their top five? So my question yes. is, th- this is not the entire, like, they they ranked the top 12, but they they didn't consider, they considered more than 12 movies. There's some movies that didn't make the list, is what you're telling me. No. So it, every movie was ranked. Yes. So what are the animated movies on the list, in no order? There's only one, and it's Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Is that's on the, the, list that's the only feature it. That's the only feature. It's the only film. movie that made it to the big okay, screen, fair enough. which is oh. why I said that. I didn't want yeah, to I give it away, I but I, I realized was... I had no choice because yeah, <laughs> you guys would not follow. Yeah, I was thinking. Because yeah. uh, I figured, I I'm, like, I, I'm thinking that. I think my mind was Lego Batman. Lego Batman's oh. one. I'm thinking Master Fan. Uh, not Master Fan. I'm thinking. Oh, of... I'm sorry. That's that's that. I lied. Lego Batman is also on the list. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm thinking of Batman Beyond. I'm thinking, you know, and that one wasn't featured from. But I'm like, I got to remember which ones weren't, you know, released. That's fair. Um, but do it. Who I think their top five was? I mean, I would. Um, it's hard for me to go in order. I, I would assume number one is the Dark Knight. See. Number two, uh, I would assume would be Batman Begins. Mm. Um, number three, uh, Batman '89 maybe. Uh, or Batman Returns. Or Mass Phantasm. Uh, number two, number oh. three, maybe Bas- the maybe Mask of the Phantasm, and uh, maybe four, Batman Forever, 
Been in forever? Wait, so... Been in yeah, forever? Yeah, yeah. Wait, With so Val be, Kilmer? So no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope so. To be clear, so I gotta just backtrack. So one you had was... Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Batman Two Begins. was Batman Begins. Three was... Shamar said Mass Phantasm. Mass Phantasm. I would probably go Returns. You go Returns for three? And but you're found with the top two? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with the top so, two. So Batman Returns. Three, 89, four. And then five, maybe Mass Phantasm. That's me first. Okay, yeah, I'll go, I'll go, I don't know, I'll go, uh, um. <laughs> Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, Batman no. Batman in top five was, I, I, for you, I'm saying, like, in your guess was right. I, probably. Um, oh, maybe Batman Returns and then, uh, maybe like, maybe like the Batman 89 movie. Okay. So, to, to compare to you guys less of what you think IGN did. Also. Sorry, go ahead. One more. All right, continue. Actually, take out Mask Mutation for me and put in Dark Knight Rises. That's five. Yeah. So, number five, Batman Returns. Okay. Number four, Batman AI. Number three, Batman Mask Mutation. The story is close. Number two, Batman Begins. Number one, The Dark Knight. Or that's exactly okay. which one. That's exactly which one you have. Well, did no? I think I actually think I flipped. Uh, you flipped eighty nine and returns. I flipped eighty nine right? returns. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Returns is better than eighty nine, in my opinion. I agree. <laughs> I'm not saying eighty nine is great. No, I, I agree. Kind of with Shamari that, that I think Batman Forever Forever is a little underrated. There's like, some people that hate that movie. I don't hate it. Batman I would say I don't. Hate I liked movie. I liked Jim Carrey as, as what you call it, Riddler. <laughs> you know, but. Um, I thought Val Kilmer was a little underrated. Batman but. Forever came in at number nine on this list. I think I think it's just a rejection of. I think people have a general rejection of Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher after and Robin. yeah, didn't like his style. That's fair. So where was Dark Knight Rises? Six. No. Seven. Six was Lego Batman. Seven was Batman the movie nineteen sixties. Wow. Eight okay. was Bat- Dark Knight Rises. Then nine was Batman Forever. I think Dark Knight Rises is underrated, man. I think people. I, I don't I think, think there think, should be I such a had, gap. I think, I think it's. I think it's the one. hype that it had to live up to. Yeah, the hype I mean, just, I think is it list, that much worse than Batman Begins? Me personally, yes. I don't. I don't. I don't see that. But yeah, it's it's worse. It's not that much worse. But that's it's what I'm worse. saying that's it's, it's, it's worse. That's though. like eight movies or whatever. There's five, a lot of movies in between. Six movies in between. I mean, I don't know. To me, I would say. I mean, that's low. I'd probably had it, have it ahead over the Batman movie of the sixties, in my opinion. That's um, one of those things. I'm, that's like debating. I grew uh, up from a different era. That's like debating who's better, you know, Bill Russell or Steph Curry. Right? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, that's a hard <laughs> thing. George Mikan or, or <laughs> right. Luca. Or, yeah, right. You know, or something. <laughs> you know, so like for know. me, it's a, little, <laughs> it's a little tricky. So I don't. I don't know if I would have um, Bart Starr or Brett Favre. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> So that's probably the one I look at. I'm like, uh, I don't know if I would have that above it. The other is just hard for me really to deny. Um, I, I think that yes, I would have Lego Batman ahead of Dark Knight Rises. Um, oh, sorry, I said, I said nine, right? It's eight actually. I'm sorry. Um, and yeah, I'm having an over Batman Returns. I'm, I'm having should be having Batman Returns. Oh, over. at the bottom of the list, Batman. Yeah, Rise. so that's why that's the interesting thing. So the, the worst Batman movie on here is Justice League. <laughs> That's fine. And so Batman and Robin's eleven. No, the BBS is eleven. Ten is Batman and Robin. Yes, That's disrespectful. And 
I look disrespectful to the BBS. Yeah, it's disrespectful. I, I, I me, mean, Egypt, Egypt. I mean, I, I, to I, me, I B, BBS. Yeah, yeah. I think Batman Robin is way more enjoyable to watch. Than that me. may be fair, but we watched the man, the the Batman and Robin, the Batman v Superman opening sequence with Batman a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and that was that scene is incredible. It's a great scene. It's Wonderful. a great scene. I, obviously, it's, it's one scene, in two hour and twenty something, thirty way something. Way too long movie. movie. However, time was yeah, three too hour long. movie. Basically. But forty minutes too long. Yep. But o- like, editions, like three hours. There's yeah. nothing like that scene in Batman and Robin. I mean, like no, that, but it's, I feel like it's Batman just, Forever and BVS were kind of like comparable. But I just feel like that. Batman <laughs> you know, and BVS just wasn't messy, wasn't enjoyable. Not to say that BVS. Yeah, some people. I say that Batman and Robin was enjoyable, but I just feel like you know, you guys know me. Like I love that movie because of how absurd it is. Right. It's funny. It's so absurd. The comedy. It's funny. <laughs> and. On, I don't know. I think from comedy. replay value, yo, if, Bat- if Batman and Robin and BBS is on, I know what I'm choosing every time. And I know. I I, I think that's you guys are lying to me if you tell fair. me you're choosing BBS. I don't believe oh, it. Batman and Robin. Yeah. Oh, I do. I don't there are it. people that there are people that would agree with you. I mean, look, man, you you know me. I don't hate BBS. I know you, you like you like Zack Snyder. So I, know, <laughs> I know that, but I, I don't I don't believe. It. I've never seen you watch BBS. I haven't watched it in a minute, but I haven't watched Batman and Robin in a minute. <laughs> right, right. It's not like Shamari's like watching I, I, Batman I, I and Robin like, every week. I feel like, you know, Batman and Robin was on TNT when these random days it usually comes on. I think that Shamari's uh, staying on. BBS, I think he's turning on the Xbox. He turn, <laughs> turn on the PS4. I don't I don't think he's staying on BBS, man. I'm saying. Uh, it's Shamari. Just uh, League, the worst Batman movie, though. I don't count that as a Batman movie. Yeah, I don't count that. I thought that was kind of weird. I'm movie. like, he's in Bat, he's in the movie, but are you trying to tell me there aren't other movies? Like, what about the Lego movie? Isn't Batman in that? That's fair. <laughs> Why yeah. aren't we putting that in the list? That's you know fair. what I mean? Like, I do feel like I do feel like while this was, I, I mean, I think it was cool they did this list. I do wish they would have included the animated movies that were into DVD. Or that that makes us a whole different list. Then, then that would have been like, this then this conversation like, gets interesting. Because I'm like, Batman Cause, Beyond Return of the Joker for me is top three. Or I'll say, where does yeah. Red Hood go? Red <laughs> Hood might be top five. Hood, where, and then there's a Dark Knight Returns, Returns I know Right, that, right. You know, there's a couple of... of Year of, one. There's some features in there that would have made this list very interesting. And maybe that's something we should do. Hush. <laughs> Stop. That's a Legend way at kill, the bottom. Killing joke. Yeah, no, now you're getting crazy. <laughs> Batman and Harley Batman Quinn. And Harley, yeah, I was about to say. Nah, we good. No, that that would. I think that, that makes this conversation very interesting. Yeah. If you expand it to the animated movies, that maybe would that's a project we have to work yeah, on. DC's animated yeah. movies are, are now, legendary. and that's another thing we got to maybe think about doing is maybe ranking all the DC movies. The DC animated, animated movies? movies. That would be a list. That, that, I don't know if that's done. I don't think I've watched all of them. To be fair, though, we've seen a lot of. Them. I don't think I've watched we have all, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, how far back are we going? That's I mean, what I'm t- how long have they been making these joints? Uh, yeah, I would say last like ten years, 10, 15 years. That's a lot of movies, but at the same time, like, I think we've seen a good amount of them to where like it probably would take us a day to catch up. Um, I was gonna say though, uh, Shamari, you weren't here last week. Uh, no. How do you feel about? Um, you know, obviously we got your contract kind of worked out, so you're back. On the show. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you feel about the uh, the direction of Disney with uh, Iger out? Um. Uh. Well, I as, mean, you, it, as, as we see today, I said last week Iger was running for president. He hasn't won any delegates, <laughs> so yeah, we recorded on Super Tuesday. I see no Iger delegates, so I, I, show, we can of. rule that out. Yeah. You know, he may own the Knicks. The only, that, 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 that theory looking, is still yeah, very that theory is looking very more interesting <laughs> after this week. That's funny. Um, 
But uh, how do I feel about Iger? I mean, look, Iger, he had a long run at Disney. He did a lot of good things. He expanded a lot of things. Uh, you know, he put his faith in Feige, um, you know, to start up his old Marvel thing. You know, he's given Feige a lot more uh, power. before he, That was one of the last things he did before he left. Yep. Um, that's exactly what I talked about. I think that's why he left. He felt comfortable. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, Disney's in a very good position. Lucasfilm stable. Or <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, look, some stuff, did, as you pointed out, didn't do so well. Right. You know? I'm, so, I'm sure he's very happy to leave that mess to somebody else. Yeah, right. exactly. So, um, <laughs> what and, you were talking about? Uh, you know, of course, there's uh, uh, Disney Parks as well, which, you know, I mean, from what I've heard, has been uh, yeah, successful, but up and down at times. Right. So, um, yeah, overall, I think his legacy is going to be a positive one for the most part. And, uh, you know, I think it's, you know, he's had a long career and it's good for him to, you know, take some time off. Talk about that, quite the crisis to leave your successor in with this coronavirus stuff. I mean, yeah, it's not gonna be an easy transition. I was obviously had to cancel Ch- a big event. Chapik, yeah, Plus. yeah, he had to cancel the Disney Plus thing, and that came from Chapik. But you know, he has experience. He's st- he's been running the park thing for a while, so like he's probably dealt with similar situations or yeah. been prepared for similar situations. You know, it's not like he's just some complete like Hollywood like exec that has no idea how to run like a like a right. all aspects of the business. <laughs> like, but uh, so in terms of large crowds and stuff, he knows how to deal with that. But still interesting. Speaking of Disney, though, yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of Disney, let's get to some of these uh, some of these uh, stories from this week. So, I'm going to begin talking about who will be behind the Wolverine character when we see it on the big screen. I think it's going to be wearing the claws. We talked about this for a while that this is going to be one of the biggest castings in Hollywood in a long time since Affleck, probably. Yeah. That's Batman. That was huge. Obviously, that that was uh, that was global. That was across all levels of pop culture. Robert Pattinson was obviously big as well because of Affleck. I think mean. right. And and the thing about Affleck was Robert Pattinson was big, but I remember Affleck was following Bale. So right. you had this was the first venture outside of the Christopher Nolan Batman. Yeah. So and then you cast someone bigger than Christian Bale, right? And then you cast a A list actor, right? Um, to be. Who all then also was going to direct? Was supposed to direct a Batman movie. He's an Oscar-nominated director, I believe. Yeah, uh, like that's that's another level you're talking about. So that's going to bring a lot of attention and a lot of uh. And so this Wolverine might be the biggest since then. Right. So Wolverine also following you know he, uh, Hugh Jackman, and even following Logan. Yeah. This is going to be a big thing, and rumors started circling around. I don't know how, but the earliest. Rumor I could find that surfaced the internet last week was from the Digital Weekly. I've never heard of them, but shout out to them. This is indeed a scoop. But sources are telling them that Henry Cavill is in talks to be Logan slash James Howlett slash Wolverine slash Weapon X. Slash Weapon X. <laughs> Any nickname or real name you got for him, apparently. Best at what he does. <laughs> <laughs> and what he does is very nice. All of those nicknames or whatever, apparently. Marvel is eyeing Henry Cavill potentially for that role. In what movie? That's the other part of it that's <laughs> fascinating. I'm glad you reminded me because apparently uh, he's in talks to play the role as Wolverine in Captain Marvel 2. Which is also very which, bizarre, but interesting. Which sounds was very bizarre, and I really can't make much sense of <laughs> why that would be the case. We have no real connection in terms of like 
they haven't they didn't report why Captain Marvel two is involved, uh, which is I'm leery about to begin with. But maybe they don't know. Maybe they have a very bare uh, thing of reporting. But I mean, where is the connection? I mean, there there are ways you can connect Captain Marvel obviously to Wolverine, but I don't know. I'm just I, I'm leery on that. Um, but first, I guess we could start on the Cavalty in general. I mean, these are very loose rumors right now, Sham. Mm-hmm. I've seen no reputable. I use the quotation marks. You can't see the air quotation marks, but I'm using air quotation marks when I say that. Not to disrespect this outlet, but the the usual suspects for news that ends up that. being that ends up being verified have not touched this rumor. Some of them are not even posting it on their website. So clearly, and even the underground people that tend to have good sources aren't are scoffing it, at it. Are scoffing at it or not posting it on their website. So that is interesting to me. Obviously, in terms of the veracity uh, of these of these rumors being true potentially, but on its face value, do you think Cavill will be a good choice to be Wolverine? Um, on its face value, um, uh, I I mean the face value says no for me. Mm-hmm. The primary reason being that he's too is similar to. It's not so similar to Pattinson because Pattinson, obviously, you know, when you first see him, you see he weighs—he looks like he weighs like a hundred pounds. Right. But Cavill has a physique, but he has too much of that pre-boy kind of like, like, like uh, uh, this visage. Right. You know, that's, that's you know, even even in seeing fan art and fan posts right, and right. fan things and the you know, you give Uncle, yeah, Bond yeah, look. exactly. You give him the scruffiest beard ever. He's still Cavill. <laughs> you know, you don't think this looks like Wolverine? This picture of him with no shirt. I think this is from, from Man, uh, of Steel. Man of Steel. It's from Man of Steel. When he had the beard, he was going, he was crazy, he didn't know who he was or whatever. I don't know what his deal was. Look, I forgot what he was All doing. the things when people say the physique looks like all, all the looks and stuff, people say it looks like Wolverine. I'm like, it looks like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Mm. But if you look at a comic book, does that guy really look like Wolverine? Wolverine is how tall? 5'3? And, and even when you say that, I say Hugh Jackman it was looked more, if you just put them two of them next to each other, said which one do you want as Wolverine? I'm right. picking Jackman. Jackman's even, closer even to X-Men the guy. One, than even X Men One Jackman, I'm picking Jackman. Yeah, because I'm like this guy looks scruffier. He looks like he's done more nefarious things. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like I'm picking <laughs> right. this guy. Yeah, I do, I, Wolverine has a a grit to him. He has a grit, a scruffiness and that that I think it would take. Cavill would have to really convince me in a in 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 a in a, in a read in a screen test for me to buy that he could do it. But there are moments I've seen from him throughout the course of his career that make me think that he could potentially do it. You know, I, just like, you know, the white eyes Batman, I am, you know, team short Wolverine. I would totally, I would totally dig oh, yeah, a short Wolverine. I mean, that's a big part of who he is. Yeah, every and his, time. And he kind of, like, the whole Napoleon complex of him is kind of important. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, like, it, it does tell, it does tell a little bit about who he is. And, we never got that with Jackman because Jackman's like six three. And he's a great it's, Wolverine. It's fine. It was fine. Yeah. It didn't. It, it wasn't like it, it, ruin it, it ruined everything. But just adding a little bit to give that love to the comic book fans and, and knowing what this character is about. Yeah, it's I don't rough. know if I want a guy who's six foot four. Yeah, every Wolverine. Every time I see a fan casting for Wolverine, there haven't been many because he's a hard guy to cast. But anytime I see one and the guy is over six foot, I roll my eyes. Mm. It could be. I mean, like Henry Cavill was a great actor. I'm sure he could do a great job. I'm sure he could pull it off. But it's not about who can be Wolverine. It's not only about who could be Wolverine, but it's also about who could they find that could be Wolverine 
but also be different from what we got with Hugh Jackman. Mm. Because just like when Marvel got Spider-Man, they didn't only think about, oh, yeah, who could be the best Peter Parker? Or how could we do Spider-Man and make him good? They thought, how could we make Spider-Man good and make him different from Tobey Maguire, make him different from Andrew Garfield? They were like, all right, we're going to find the scrawniest kid we can find, the youngest kid we can find to be Spider-Man. We're going to do the teenage Spider-Man, which hasn't been done yet, and we're going to go full tilt on that. Just long-term, make him a Harry Potter-type character. And it's worked perfectly. There are some people that like Tobey Maguire better. That's fine. But he's different. He's different. Tom Holland is different than Tobey Maguire. That's what Marvel should do with Wolverine. If you're going to cast a Wolverine, not only look for someone who is good, but look for someone who's different. Personally, I don't have many names out there. One name that I heard that I've talked to Shamari about earlier in the week I think would be interesting, but for reasons that it's going to be hard for him to pull it off, I think John Bernthal would be an excellent Wolverine. Mm. I, now, John Bernthal, obviously, he's already Punisher. So, like Shamari said to me, I would rather, I like, I want to see him as Punisher in the MCU rather than Wolverine, but... I think he could pull it off. Um, but it's just, I, I don't, if you're going to give me a, a name for Wolverine, I prefer them not to be 6'1". Yeah. You know, and Karen Cowell is 6'1". You know, he's not a giant. I said he's 6'4". You know, he's 6'1", but still tall. He's <laughs> 6'4". Uh, you know, he's tall. Uh, not going to have that small guy thing to him, not which is is definitely a cool part. Karen Egerton is a name that's been thrown out there. He's shorter. But he's got he's got more of the, you know. Look, man, what what happened to uh, Tom Hardy? I thought people, weren't people saying people Tom were talking Hardy? about Tom Hardy, but the Venom thing yeah, the just Venom threw thing that just, off. Yeah, the Venom thing kind of just I think put that to kaput. Like, yeah, Sony just, wouldn't let that happen. Yeah, very, no, no way could that very, happen. Very unfortunate. I, I feel like yeah, he's the dream casting. Yeah, for me, he would have been. He's the, similar to like the Reed Richards, uh, Krasinski. The, the Krasinski. <laughs> That's similar to me is Tom Hardy. He's got the right physique. He's got the right look. He's got the right size. Right name, name. You know, talented. All that, but yeah, yeah. He would he would have been obviously the, the 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 logical choice I think for a lot of people, but. You know, for a lot of reasons, yeah, I, that won't happen. Um, do you think they? You think Feige's talked to Hugh Jackman? Yeah, yeah. I think has Hugh Jackman mentioned that he's been talked to. Him? Maybe not. I don't know. I can't. I, don't think I can't so. remember. I just think about the Patrick. You know, Stewart. he's talked to Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at the list of like short actors. See anybody that would <laughs> Tom Cruise is short, uh, but makes sense. <laughs> what the name? I tell you what, the old. guys that did I did raise an eyebrow to were Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe. I've heard people mention Radcliffe. Yeah, I've heard people mention Radcliffe. <sighs> I just I, I think about the kid that played Harry Potter. You can play Wolverine. I mean, actors are actors. Good actors. Actors have, are actors. Good actors yeah, have man. range. Good actors have range. You can bulk up. They all got a bulk. And even when you mentioned Egerton, I'm like, he's got a bulk Yeah, up. that's my problem with Egerton. He's, a, he's, he's kind of a kid, you know what Wolverine I mean? Wolverine, uh, that's, man, one, thing I, he's, that's he's, one thing I did like about Wolverine. He's a, he, I mean, look, man. One thing I like about uh, Jackman's Wolverine. He was jacked. He was jacked, literally. Yeah, no, no pun intended. You know, it's like Wolverine's got to be big. And he doesn't have to be like a, you know. The Hulk? He doesn't have to be the Hulk. He doesn't have to be like Wolverine and Marvel's Capcom or anything, <laughs> where he's just like just muscles. Right. But like he's gotta be. He's gotta built. be a, a you know a pit bull. He's gotta exactly. be a, a little cannonball. You know. Exactly. Like I I don't know. I, there there are there are better people than Henry Cavill. I think Marvel knows that. 
Um, if they're going, I think, I think I'm probably the least offended by the a potential Henry Cavill passing as you guys are. It wouldn't be my first, second, or third choice, but I do feel like I I like the idea of grabbing someone who knows what this community is about in terms of the love of these comic book characters and kind of what that entails. You know, it's kind of why I was I was supportive of the um, Pattinson casting. One thing that I liked about it was sometimes it's not always about you know who you are under the mask, but it's also about who you who you are 99% of the time you're outside the mask, the events, the venues, what to, what to write, the right thing to say in the media, being committed to, to learning the source material. Like, those are things that are really important to me. And I felt like Pattinson went through that with something that was even way more niche than superheroes. So I enjoyed that about him. And I thought that he, he was someone that could handle the intense scrutiny that comes with being Batman because of what he was involved in. Right. I think that Cavill, I mean, talk about being through the ringer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, is there anybody who could who knows what that's about? It's him. Maybe more so than any guy that's in Hollywood right now. That's currently been in... If we're, if we're saying Cavill's not retired as Superman, he definitely, as anyone that's currently been in Hollywood, he knows it more than anybody. I'm, I'm taking out Don, uh, Downey and taking out... Evans for being, you know, potentially gone. Uh, he knows it. So I, I like that him being another legacy franchise type of character, I would be for. I think he has the acting range to play Logan. I think he can be that character for sure. I, I said, I, I've seen enough to make, to make me think, okay, with the right look, the right stuff to his hair, he grows out his beard, he could look like Wolverine. And having seen, I just the, the only thing is again. I think Shmari, you guys mentioned, you know, Cavill is a very, very, very handsome man, and there's a a level of gruff and scruff to Wolverine that you'd have to really try to, you know, really make him look not like a Hollywood actor to make that work. Not that they say they can't do it, because again, Man of Steel did yeah. it for that short period of time early in that movie, but it's just he's gonna do that all the time and. That might be a little unbelievable, considering we know what Cavill looks like, and we've seen yeah, him as he, he you know as the, as the Boy Scout. Even like having you know played a little bit of The Witcher, and I had my my right. questions mm-hmm. when he was playing Geralt in The Witcher, and I was like, oh geez, Henry Cavill's playing Geralt in The Witcher. Geralt, <laughs> he's he's a very scruffy guy, yeah, right? Right. And and seeing him in The Witcher, he's good. Yeah. But I've just had to be okay. This is just a much more. Kind of more like model looking, right. handsome version of Geralt. Like it's just, I it's just something I had to accept. But right. I don't want to have to do that with Logan, right? <laughs> sure. right you right. know. So it's like eh, yeah, another name for me that's a little bit more not a list. Uh, you guys have seen a Pacific Rim, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I the um, Charlie Hunman is an actor that I looked at Charlie oh, yeah. Hunman. Yeah. Too, yeah, Charlie Hunman, I think would be an excellent fit for Wolverine. Obviously, he's blonde, so you'd have to do something with that. But uh, he's kind of he's a guy that has that scruff kind of, yeah, especially yeah. his more recent roles in King Arthur and stuff. People have obviously mocked him for uh, Green Arrow a lot because of the look and stuff. But uh, I think he could play Wolverine. I think that would be somebody that uh, could work. Um, but I don't know. I mean, but if you're getting Charlie, you're, you're getting a six one actor again. So six part, one, but I part. feel like it's different. You know what I mean? Like, there's, I mean, Cavill six one also. There's they, like, you know, there, you know, there's like six, you know, Steph Curry six three and John Wall six three, but there, it's a different, it's a different six three. You know what I, I mean? Know like, this ain't this like the NBA. One guy, one guy is obviously smaller than the other. Like, I don't know. I, I think 
you know, sometimes it like when you have Henry Cavill who played Superman, like I, I just don't look at that guy as small. Right. You know what I mean? And now you're gonna My have him is, play Wolverine. Like there's certain guys that can't play the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Right. <laughs> you know, so if you can play Superman, you probably can't play the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Right. And that's what Logan is. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, no, I, I, don't I, know. I, I see it. I see it. What do y'all think about quickly we, the Captain Marvel aspect of it? Because that's right. the part that's that makes me most likely to toss out this rumor as baloney. Because Captain Marvel, the space aspect has been a big portion of her character so far. The early, early rumors have been this is going to be a heavy scroll influence for secret this invasion, movie. Potentially. potentially, this movie being something that's Secret Invasion, pretty much. I don't see in any way how Wolverine fits in that narrative at all. The only way, I mean, I'm trying to think of how he could fit. The only way I could think of is it almost kind of reminds me a little bit of House of M, where when House of M happened, Wolverine was the only one who remembered what the world was like before Scarlet Witch changed everything. The only thing I can think of is maybe there's a way in which Logan can detect scrolls that, like, helps Captain Marvel in a way. Otherwise, I don't know story-wise how that makes any sense. Like, because that would be the one I say, well, maybe he can text because of his innate senses. Um, but otherwise, I don't know where he fits, other than uh, some kind of like. You want to talk about a terrible other, kind way of to post- use Logan, though? Yes, yeah, it's, it's an awful way to use Logan. <laughs> oh, yeah, awful. he's just like the dog who can sniff out scrolls. Like, get out of here, man. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that, would be, that would be garbage. Garbage. We don't want that at all. And I don't know how Captain Marvel can introduce mutants. Like, to me, if you're, Logan's in this movie, that suggests that you're gonna, they're going to try to do something about how mutants have always been around. Like, cause yeah. how do you introduce mutants with a Captain Marvel movie? I guess the way I look at it is maybe it's a maybe it's a kind of another period piece. It's not in present day, and like she's Captain Marvel. So two, she's two so is she's, also a period piece. She's so she's fought what? alongside Wolverine at some yeah, point in the two thousands or something. But we know she hasn't been on Earth since 19, the nineteen nineties. True. So she found Wolverine in space. Yeah, in space, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just I don't, maybe I'm off on this guys, but I just don't see where the Wolverine angle fits for Captain Marvel. Which is why I don't believe this rumor in the end. Cavill, I, I can see, but him being in Captain Marvel, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't understand it either. Um, so I, I mean, I'm basically on on point. With, I think you guys are on point. Um, I don't think this makes any sense. I hope it's not true. I hope Cavill not Wolverine. So I hope we throw all this stuff out. But you love Cavill too, so you saying that he's not getting work is probably you know he probably feels betrayed by by you. I mean, I just don't want him to be Wolverine. <laughs> I mean, it's like that's a job for him, man. That's that's bread. I mean, look, I don't want that, him to be food on his table. I don't want him to be Cinderella. I don't want him to be this. this I mean, look, there's a different roles that I don't think he should be playing. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'm just saying, as though I just think it's funny because uh, yeah. how much you love him in Man of Steel and everything. Um. Let's move on to James Gunn. Uh, so the Suicide Squad movie officially uh, wrapped filming, which was, you know, it's like this movie is weird. I kind of keep forgetting it's happening because it's coming shout out outs to this crew in D.C. They've kept this movie really tight, tight wrapped in terms of like no screenshot leaks, no nothing. Yeah, I was just looking at. How many set, leaks did we get for Joker? I was just looking at set video of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think Marvel doing that joint intentionally. Man. I think Marvel does do it intentionally, first of all. <laughs> I, think, I think that's absolutely uh, done intentionally. But, like, for example, Joker, we didn't see anything. 
anything. I mean, no, 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 sorry. No, the opposite, I'm sorry. No, Joker, I'm we saw everything. Yeah, I was going to say. I was, I was That's like, what I You don't see the, the <laughs> beam of... No, I know. The lucky penis getting tossed around. And I tossed around. I got sidetracked. I was like, I felt like we were talking no, about Joker. No, it's the opposite, week. I'm sorry. Joker, we saw everything. We saw everything. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're walking fiends in New York, and there's a mob of people, and we don't know what's happening. in the Bronx all the time. Like, we saw everything with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. We've seen nothing from Suicide Squad. Not a thing. And that's a big cast with a lot of big names. So the fact that they kept this under wraps, in some ways, they deserve some credit. But again, then you cannot make the case that he thinks Disney does, or one of you guys saying you think Disney does it on purpose. Yeah. You know, it was DC purposely wanting to put out that Joker stuff. And maybe now they're saying we want to keep this close to vest. I don't know. But it just, it is interesting how different things are for DC. I feel like we even got we even got a lot for Harley Quinn, or whatever this movie was called, Bears of Prey. <laughs> Ew, yeah, both. You know, like like we got a lot of Harley Quinn stuff walking around, and so we we got a lot of shots from the Harley Quinn movie, um, and that's not the case for this one. It's wrapped filming. We're not gonna see any more was, photos. Was there something. Uh, there was something. There was a little bit of stuff recently with like Harley Quinn. Yeah, it was some photos. Some Harley Quinn set photos, I guess. Yeah. Not a lot. Not a lot, but that, that's, I that's seen really anything. All, that's really all I saw. That I don't know if I've seen anything. And a couple and a couple photos of people in costumes. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen John Cena at all. No, I haven't um, seen. No, I haven't seen really Idris Elba at all. I'm telling you, man. I think that they, I think they're putting out they, the stuff they, they want you to see. Well, also, I mean, they made it. You know, when I it's funny, I went back on Gunn's timeline. And I'm gonna read his post about this. Uh, about this, but I went back on the timeline to see the other stuff he was talking about with Suicide Squad because I was wondering, like, is they posting anything else really? And when they posted that actor list or that cast list the thing he said was don't get attached that was the that was the uh yes that was the um caption Tagline, yeah. so you know we're saying well why aven't we seen some of the actors like well maybe they ain't in the movie for two they're seconds the movie that much. maybe they didn't move for one minute maybe this person's in the movie for 10 minutes like you know like i think that this movie may end up really really surprising because hopefully because and we talked about this before when they put it out there but like that's what this movie needs to be man it should the be, first yeah. one with the whole slipknot oh, not God. being any of the promotion but then like me then pretending like at the last minute that he's the main part of the Suicide Squad, I'm like, this guy's not in any of the trailers. Like he's gonna get his head blown out, and the rest of them are gonna still be there. And yeah, hopefully, it seems like that's what they're doing now. I think James Gunn probably felt the same way. Yeah, and was like, we this is the only way to do the Suicide Squad, and make it work. And he posted this on uh he posted a full cast picture with everybody, cast and crew and everything, and he posted a very heartfelt message on Instagram. I'll read it here. He says, that's a wrap on Suicide Squad. My father died two weeks before we started filming, and my dog died two weeks before the end. It was a hard, hard time in my life, and yet the most fulfilling time I've ever had making a movie. The professionalism, talent, compassion, and kindness of this cast and crew inspired me every day. Thanks to everyone involved in this film, in every stage of development, in every department. I am grateful from the bottom of my heart for you all. You are why I make movies. Heart emoji. I don't know why, but this really struck me as something that we needed to talk about on this show. Because we know he had, I mean, I, I'm not going to, you know, we've had family death recently. So we know how what impact that has on you. Um, but, I mean, he said this has been the hardest part of his life. Uh, and, you know, he, he was publicly ridiculed just a couple years ago or last year. So, I think for him to go out on a limb and talk about how difficult this was, but also how he was lifted by this cast and crew and team, 
really spoke to me because one, we always talk about kind of the dysfunction and the kind of the, the apparent dysfunction at DC. Sometimes it's true, sometimes it's, it's unwarranted, but regardless, that's always been the perception. And so that was one thing I thought about, and to see that he, he appreciated this team that he worked with from the bottom all the way to the top spoke a lot to me and gives me good hope for this movie. Um, but also, I think Gunn has a, he, he clearly to me has a very special, he has a special connection and a special it factor when it comes to him when he works on these movies. Because to, for him to say this was the most fulfilling you know, and a lot of it had to do with what's happening in his personal life, but but a lot of it also had to do with how his team lifted him. To say that this was the most fulfilling project he's ever worked on after knowing how close his team is with Guardians, um, and how much of a family they are. That I, I think that when we think about, you know, who is kind of the straw that stirs the drink when it comes to these movies that he's in, is it the acting, is it the writing, or is it him? I, I'm trying to feel like more and more, man, Gunn might be a true indispensable player. I think about the way those actors for that movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, just came out in waves trying to say, we cannot lose this guy, and they need to give him another chance. Clearly, he has some kind of connection, some kind of, he's, like, he, he, I don't know. This just struck me differently that this these people cared so much about him and that they made this kind of, they had this kind of effect on him for a guy that they never worked with before. We've seen, we I know, if he said this about Guardians 3, I would that wouldn't surprise me. But, for a movie where he's working with a bunch of new people and he was kind of brought in as the new kid on the block. And this is the, the, the love and, and, and respect that they showed him during a very difficult time. It spoke a lot to me as a leader. Um, so shout outs to James Gunn. Sorry for his uh, loss of his father, of course, and his dog. Um, but, um, but I don't know what you guys took from this post by Gunn. I thought it seemed very heartfelt. You know, as you pointed out, it seems very, um, you know, very honest, very raw. Um, I mean, James Gunn, and I've, I've been following him on social media for a while now. He seems like very much, um, very much kind of like what you see is what you get kind of guy. Uh, uh, you know, we all, of course, we all know he's very outspoken about his political ideas. Um, and he is just, you know, he seems like one of those people that just, you know, it is he is what he is. He has, obviously has a very much a comical side, especially when it comes to the types of projects that he makes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, he has, he seems to have a very close relationship with all the people that he works with. Um, and it seems like he likes to have uh, fun on set as well, considering all the people he works with seem to enjoy working with him so much. I haven't heard anything bad. He's not one of those people where it's like, uh, you know, you hear all, the, you hear nothing but kind of bad things about, working with them um you know on set so uh so yeah i mean i just uh i thought that was pretty interesting too considering you know as you pointed out he had worked on all these galaxy movies yeah he said this movie was so significant um but yeah you know of course he had all those family deaths so or those close the deaths of those people those uh you know very close uh, to him. people those that were very close to him so right. um but yeah you know of course with when it comes to what he was struggling with you know my thoughts go out to him, of course, and my condolences to him, of course, as well. Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting. Um, I think it just speaks to his character, you know. From what I've seen of him, he seems like a very honest uh, guy. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I think the one thing about him we could all say, uh, good, bad, and different, is yeah. he's an honest guy. He is an authentic dude. 
and, right. and, and I think that's what resonates with all these people too that work with him yeah. and why they love him so much because again love him or hate him or whatever he is who he is and I think for the most part he's a he's an open hearted good guy uh, Kendall any thoughts or for, for from this post from James Gunn for you uh yeah I mean you know I mean it, it's uh, obviously it's interesting to hear from him you know he's, he does a you know he does he does a lot of tweeting and a lot of a lot of social media work but um you know he he definitely obviously he's someone who's very passionate about his uh his work um you know and, you know I, whatever whatever again whatever you feel about James Gunn I mean glad he's able to get back and you know do what he enjoys to do what he enjoys doing which is making stories and making movies and making you know entertainment art yeah and entertainment but. Um, yeah, no, nah, this is, uh, interest. it is a very, uh, interesting story, and, um, you know, you, I mean, you hope Suicide Squad ends up being a, uh, a good movie. Yeah, shout-outs to this whole Suicide Squad, or uh, The Suicide Squad, uh, movie cast and crew. I mean, it's a movie that, you know, we talked about a lot. We were very surprised that they would go back to this movie so quickly. We don't know if it's a sequel. We don't know if it's a reboot. We kind of don't know much about it, but, um... It's clearly touched the director in a close way. Um, and we can only hope that that art can be translated in a way that's really enjoyable for us. And obviously, like we said before, condolences to his family um, through the difficult time that, that he's been going through, obviously. But uh, but massive shout-out to that crew. And we're looking forward to see what uh, comes out of the Suicide Squad, especially because DC has run up a little bit of a winning streak when it comes to critical success with these movies. So it's been a little bit of a while. It's been a little bit of a long time before we could say that you know this... Uh, company has made a bad movie, so now I'm starting to get to the level of anticipation and excitement for whatever DC puts out. So we'll see what happens when we get to Suicide Squad. I do want to move and shift gears to Marvel um, again because I want to talk about a big actor potentially joining the cast for She-Hulk or at least being involved in some way. Mark Ruffalo himself, the Hulk himself, is reportedly, not reportedly, he confirmed that he is indeed in talks with Marvel to appear in the Disney Plus series uh, She-Hulk, which shouldn't be that surprising to me. I don't see, like, because to me, like, I would say he has to be in it. He's the Hulk. He's, I mean, more, more than likely. I mean, I mean, the whole blood transfusion has to happen from the Henry Cavill, I mean, it should be the Mark Ruffalo Hulk. There's no other person you can do this for i like like can you by definition do she hulk without mark ruffle no you I saying no i think i don't I think, think you could like like i mean we've done we've done we did the netflix series and we weren't getting like captain america or anybody showing up like could yeah, but you, we didn't could do, you yeah, do but we didn't do bucky could you do <laughs> we didn't do like we didn't do the falcon like, like there's certain characters that you kind of have no choice with so like like could you like you couldn't do daredevil without foggy nelson like so, my point is: Could you take like, could you do all the the Marvel stuff all screen, for example? No, of course. But I totally disagree. Would that, that be a good idea? Of course not. You but know, Marvel like, should if be they wanted be to be in the interest of yeah, good if, they, if they want to make the Shield character as profitable, and if they want to make her make that push to the to the Avengers and the movies, it makes the most sense to put Mark Ruffalo in there. Could like you said, could you make the movie and him not show up? It would look awkward, of course, you know. But it's stunning to me that they greenlit this show and didn't have Ruffalo completely on board. 
it's stunning that, to that, me. That goes like, to my you're, point. You're not stunned, clearly. About yeah, that, that goes to my I point that I thought he was not, just he was in it. Not saying, "Oh, we're talking." I'm like, "What were you gonna do if he said no?" I don't think he's showing up more than a couple of scenes. He doesn't have to. Yeah, I'm not saying he needs to, but he needs to be in the show. I would have locked that down before I announced this. Um. Yeah, I'm su- kind of surprised too that he wasn't completely locked down. Just in terms of making some kind of appearance, it kind of leads me to believe that he maybe he was. Does he when he says in talks to appear? Does he mean like as a recurring character? Does he go into specifics at all? He just said preliminary talks to be in it. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, well, it's okay. very vague. I don't. Yeah. Know. It's very vague. Which I uh, mean, they're probably honestly, telling him to be vague. To be fair. Yeah. Honestly, and Zayn's probably telling him to be fair because yeah. he, you know, be be vague because he doesn't talks are ongoing. Yeah, talks are ongoing. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. don't want to put yourself in a position where you gotta take whatever Marvel gives you. That's just a negotiating play. Yeah, I'm thinking he he, I'm thinking they knew knew in their mind this guy. We're we're gonna do what we have to to make sure Ruffalo shows up. Yeah, I think I, their I, vision has. Yeah, Ruffalo I think their vision. I think their whatever Feige has envisioned is Ruffalo's gonna be in the show for as little or as long as they need him to be in the show, and then they're gonna move on. Right. You know, which and, and honestly, I don't want him to be taken over the show. He, he doesn't have to be in every episode. He shouldn't be. I don't yeah. think he should be in every episode. Yeah, I want him in for a couple scenes, maybe the first episode, and then boom, you're gone, and then we focus on She-Hulk. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's what Marvel has in mind, has had in mind, and they're just kind of talking with them, getting the the you know the dollars, the correct dollar amount for however much he's owed, and whatever whatever time commitment he ha- he has to make. So that they can get all that sorted out, so that he can get started. Yeah, I mean that's that's all that all makes perfect sense. I mean, I agree. We it, it is not this shouldn't be a the Mark Ruffalo show at all. I mean, you know, this this is gonna be this should be centered around whoever is the 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 main cast for, for casting for She Hulk and Jennifer Walters. So Ruffalo, he I said in my opinion, I don't know how you do the show without him, his appearance and his presence. That to me seems just like basic, but beyond that, yeah, he does not have to be in every episode. He does not have to be dominating the show. I think he should have some kind of influence in it, and he should appear. But and I and I think that's probably why they probably felt comfortable. If I had to guess, why they felt comfortable going forward with too, because they felt like whatever number he's gonna want, whatever you know, whatever negotiating we're gonna go through, they, they probably felt it'd be seamless enough to where they don't they weren't concerned about him not being involved. Especially when they were able to get, you know, Elizabeth Olsen. Obviously, they're doing their own show. But Elizabeth Olsen, you were able to get Mackie and Sebastian Stan. You were able to get Tom Hiddleston. Again, to be fair, all those people I just named are on their own show. But I think knowing that, okay, we, we've had the money. We've had the resources to get those people to do television. We could probably get Ruffalo to do a episode or two, which is really all we need from him. Probably two episodes, I would say. Maybe he's in the beginning. Maybe he helps her in the end. Something like that. But like that's all you would need, and I think they feel like they could probably do it. It's just, but to me, it just to me, they the fact that they would even confirm it and move forward with the show without that solidified thing. I'm like, I don't know how you would you would include his 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 uh his presence without having him in the show. I mean, would it be a, a blind blood transfusion? Is he? Is, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is Jennifer Walters not related to not related to um to 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 Bruce Banner in this show? I mean, that's right. and. I mean, that's not like it's an essential aspect of it, but I mean, it is kind of a good yeah. aspect of you. I mean, my like thing She-Hulk. is like, I think it's like, could they have done Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. without Nick Fury showing up? Yeah, I think so. I think it made it better that he was in it. I think it was cool, mm-hmm. 
But like they didn't, it, that, they didn't do the show. They didn't greenlit Aves of Shield because they had Samuel Jackson locked down for a cameo. You know what I mean? Right. Like they locked that down probably after they locked down Aves of Shield. Right. Sure. That's you fair. know, so that's how I feel about this Ruffalo thing. I think they they want to. I think they're making the move to try and get Ruffalo in there. But you know, it's like it's like when you hire anybody. It's, it's like when you hire an actor, or rather, you hire a director, hoping that he brings his certain actor to play a certain character, or like hiring a coach in football and saying, oh, yeah, I also really like the offensive coordinator that he has. Hopefully he brings him on board. If he doesn't, doesn't mean you're going to fire the coach or that, you know, the whole plan <laughs> is in place. But, like, that's a piece of it that you think makes sense. So right. I, that's how I think that this is this is working. Um, I'm, I'd be shocked if he wasn't in it. I just, I, I don't, I, again, I, I don't think they're going to be penny-pinching on this Disney Plus thing. I, I don't think that they're going to be like, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, we're going to fight over a couple hundred thousand or a couple thousand. Like, I think they're going to go all out to make sure Seal's good, make sure Miss Marvel's good, and make sure Moon Knight's good. So I think we'll see Ruffalo, uh, who's playing Seal. I don't know, but uh, whoever it is, we'll see them uh, sharing screen time with Ruffalo. Yeah. Yeah, I think in the end of the day, this will get done. Um, it's exciting that, you know, this, uh, is, this is is in the works. I can I I would have hoped that this would have been signed off, and, but but uh, and um but yeah, this seems like this it seems like there's momentum that this will indeed happen. Not to uh go back to the first thing we talked about, but mm-hmm. uh we talked about the Cavill you know Wolverine. We talked about why Wolverine could be in Captain Marvel two. I saw someone theorized. Well, there is a conversation of Rogue might be in Captain Marvel two. Could that be? A well, connection? that would make way more sense. Right. I've heard those rumors. So if if Rogue's in it, could you connect Rogue and Wolverine at all? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a cameo, or maybe it's a Easter egg, or maybe it's a you connect Rogue to Wolverine. That's how you get Wolverine in. I mean, I'm not saying I need. I, to I, that I just. I, I mean, I just feel like a lot would have to get me there because that's a jump. Because yeah. Rogue's Rogue's interaction with Captain Marvel would be from her work with the Brotherhood of Mutants. So. Are you telling me Wolverine's there to stop the Brotherhood of Mutants? You're telling me the Brotherhood of Mutants exist? Like there's a leap, yeah. There's a leap that you have to get to to get to why Captain Marvel. Rogue will show up and therefore <laughs> Henry Cavill playing Wolverine shows up in the movie in a major way. That would be a leap that I don't think that they can make in the movie about Captain Marvel. You don't think in a post credit scene though? We could see Wolverine. No, that's different. I said that. I said it's more likely that we see him in a post credit scene. I don't think that. I mean, I I think that's the only way you can include him. I don't think you can include him in any other way. Right. Does, it just doesn't make any doesn't make any sense. And like I agree again, Rogue and Captain Marvel now, have a long history, so that makes perfect sense. That I would be in, in favor of. But again, you have to explain mutants. There is some something, but at least there is a, a, a canon to point to. There's no canon with Wolverine and Captain Marvel uh, of note. Right. There, there, there is, there is stories, there's stories, stories of course, but there, there's nothing of note that you point to, yeah. and there's nothing regarding Wolverine linked to space <laughs> or linked to scrolls that makes any sense. EJ, you you, had, oh. you didn't read issue number twelve? Yeah, or? I already see people posting the uh, <laughs> I already see people posting the panels of Wolverine and Captain Marvel interacting. Like, oh, look at this interaction! <laughs> Can you imagine Brie Larson and Henry Cavill? <laughs> Wolverine like, is where like, you find Wolverine is two hundred years old. He's inter- he's, in- he's interacting with, with everybody, everybody <laughs> in the Marvel. Like, you don't remember the Vision Wolverine scene? He was born in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> he's been he's he's been he, he's gone. He's crossed paths with almost everybody. Right. Um. The interesting thing, also quickly on the, sh- the She-Hulk thing, was Asprey actually got a who we talked about last week and someone who 
they apparently were looking at for this role, um, or at least looking for Allison Brie type. Yeah, Allison Brie type, which was what we heard about um, Zoe Zoe Kravitz uh, yes. when they were talking about Catwoman was that they wanted Zoe Kravitz type, and then lo and behold, Zoe Kravitz got the job. Yes, um, you know she was asked about it on James Corden, and she kind of you know said it was interesting, and she kind of laughed it off. Yeah, a lot of people have said I didn't watch the video, but they said it was very awkward in that. You know, she may, she may, she may have been very careful. I'm in, sure she would have in her in her words, in that it almost came off as if you know maybe she knows more than we do. Yeah, uh, a lot of people compared it to Paul Rudd when he was on the late shows talking about the rumor that he could be Ant Man, mm-hmm. kind of saying it's not true, but I, you know I can't say much about it, type thing. You know, I don't know. Um, well, you guys know how she said. She did I say didn't... it was. We can give a yes. Sorry, go ahead. Kevin. Well, I was going to say she. I, I thought one of the lines that was interesting. What she said was that, uh, you know, her being that she felt that this was kind of th- these reports were kind of uh, what she said. She essentially said it was an accomplishment or like a milestone in her career that like yes, I did now she's that. being looked at. She's the Allison Brie type. You know, she remember being you know be wanting to be the so and so type, right. and now people are the her type. Are they are now they're looking for the Allison Brie type? So like I, I find that funny. Um, well, yeah, it's just like I mean in this field. I mean, I would love for someone to want to be. I want to be the EJ Stewart type, or the right? EJ Stewart, or whatever. Because <laughs> yeah. all we hear is like, you know, you're gonna be the next Stephen A. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Like he's the he's the mantle, and he deserves kind of a respect. <laughs> and there's a level. Shamari's <laughs> all excited about that, but that is when you're talking about being That's a, the a black yeah. a black man in media. Like that is the benchmark. So he deserves some respect right. and acknowledgement for being that benchmark. Um, so yeah, Bree should uh, should. Be proud of that. Be proud of that for sure. Um, absolutely. Uh, I, you know me. I've I've been super Euphoria, on board yeah. for. I think she'd be a home run hit. Yeah. Boss Logic had a uh, what you call it? I did see it. I yeah, the Boss Logic was great. Was cool. Yeah. Do you think Allison Brie would be a good She-Hulk? I do. You yeah. do? Yeah. We we both watch Community a lot, so right. And I haven't got to watch Glow yet, but I think now I will for sure. Which is like crazy. Me being a wrestling fan, I have not watched Glow yet, but. Um, yeah, I think that she'd be fantastic. So I, I still hope that they they find a way to get her in that movie. Okay, that's the point of the show. We got episode recaps. So let's start with, uh, obviously, the only show we're doing this week is, is Flash. It's been a long time since we talked about The Flash. Obviously, we can't get to everything. We haven't talked about the show since Crisis. But of the major storylines that we're kind of experiencing over these last three or four episodes, one has been the fake iris west that's out there because of this mirror thing still kind of quite unsure what to make of all this we also have the um nash wells seeing other wells in his that no one else can see and apparently maybe being zoom or not zoom rather but uh but uh but first flash obviously in the comic zoom (laughs) and first flash are the same but not here yeah uh so potentially being reverse flash being earbought on I still have. I'm still holding on that for being that's what's happening, but it did raise some eyebrows certainly in the last episode, and I think we're starting to see. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's just the last episode especially did feel like the Flash is definitely setting itself up for its future that goes beyond the Team Flash we we're used to seeing. I feel like they're definitely introducing new characters, putting people in positions that they haven't really been in before, and the show just has a different vibe than it has. That's the feeling that I have from this. They also introduced uh, the woman who in the car- in the comic books is Rob Dindy's, uh future wife. 
Interesting. So that was um, also interesting. What did you guys make of these episodes? I go to you first, yeah. Uh, look, I'm gonna keep it real, man. I feel like Uh-oh. it's it's been the same old Flash. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I feel like it for the, for the most part it had its moments. Though, shout out to that really awesome intro, by the way. The new intro. Is I great. like the new intro. As I told Ken before, that's the goat <laughs> for me. All intros, but um, but yeah, uh, I I feel like it's kind of been the same old Flash. I enjoyed, um, uh, let me see, what storyline am I liking most right now? Mm. Well, I will say this: this is better than Bloodwork. Everything blood work related. Uh, I will say that. So that much has been an improvement for me. I am. I kind of just want Nash to tell the girl Allegra that you know you're my daughter. I kind of want us to get kind of get over that. Get over that storyline. Uh, I want I, this evil Iris is getting on my nerves. I, you know, I, yeah. I want us to figure out what the deal is with that. What's weird though is that she, she's like almost not really evil though. She's just like kind of like what, whatever she's trying. Because like I don't she, know what she's trying. Because she's working to like to do good things. It's just like she's just walling. And she's not the right I mean, person, right? We do we not know her agenda. I feel like her agenda. Well, that's yeah, that's mirror gun and all this stuff. Well, that's different. Yeah, to be fair, it's different because we. That changed once we saw the last episode, I think. Right, when right, right. her and Eva, right. who we now see clearly is not what we think she yeah. is. I think people know who she is, but not who at least she's presenting herself in the show to be. Like that that does change the dynamic to be fair. Before it seemed like okay, she's just wild, but she's yeah. still Iris. Now it's like, oh, maybe she is kind of just literally has a whole different agenda. Yeah. That's evil. Yeah. So I, I'm not I'm not feeling this evil Iris. Um, I mean, I am, you know, I'm not feeling this, whatever, this McCullough, whatever, I forget what the, the shadowy group is called that, that Iris is hunting down or whatever. Oh, uh, a black, uh, black hole. Yeah. Black hole. Black hole. Yeah, black I just, hole. I'm not feeling this black, feel hole. black hole. No. I think you, you like that. I like black hole. Uh, it seems like another, you know, ghost, uh, you know, Murakuru freaks. <laughs> it feels like another just dark, evil, shadowy group. Uh, hive. Hive. Uh, <laughs> hive was terrible, man. It, it just feels like another hive evil, shadowy group that we don't know. They're in the shadows. They're doing uh, things that nobody the, wants. What's the thing now? It's real. Leviathan. Leviathan. <laughs> it feels just another one of them. And it's just like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of just. You know, I, I feel like I need something more than that. Or, or you know, if there's something, you know, noticeable or important behind the group, I need to see what that is. Because mm-hmm. right now it's just, you know, some kind of Illuminati shell company stuff. And I'm just like, where is this going? So I need to know where it's going. Because uh, right now it's just not doing anything for me. Um, and... Uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, the characters are... I have nothing wrong with the acting. The characters are great. You know, they're... I like Chester P. Runk. I feel like he's a cool, kind of cool addition. Um, uh, Cisco's girlfriend is, is, a, is a cool addition. On oh, Chester P. Runk, they actually... He's going to be a, a series regular next next season. Ah, uh, so yes. So, yeah. As EJ said, they're yeah, certainly yeah. setting up uh, for the future of The Flash. I uh, can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait for the next couple of years of Flash. It's gonna be so fun. 
hey man, it is what it is. And I, I think it's it's at least better than Blood War. So it's going in the right direction. <laughs> so better than Blood War, better than Devoe. Uh, you know, so I'm, uh, you know, at least it seems that we're going in the right direction. What's interesting, Kendall, about this Eva character, because I think obviously she's the one that we're kind of all still trying to figure out what her deal is. You know, her she's, you know, Eva McCullough, but. If you the mirror master character, his name is Evan McCall. Right. So this she is mirror master. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, anytime you hear anything about mirror and flash, I'm like right. all right, so where's mirror master? You know right. I mean? So this is where they didn't they do a mirror master before? Was that pre crisis? So like I'm it wasn't that positive good. there was a mirror master that was terrible. Yeah, almost. it was terrible. It was like a very we, we thought weak that version. Mirror Master felt like the kind of character that could be a season long. Though. Yeah, we were like, yo, I can't wait till they, they do threw him in on a one episode. It was like an arc. It was like maybe like two or three episodes. Yeah. But it was boring. Yeah. yeah, it was very wasted. So here it seems like they're gonna give they they're using Crisis to reboot the Mirror Master angle. They're gonna make it a woman now, which is fine, obviously. But they're gonna change that narrative. Um, make it very close to Iris at this point. Yeah, I I think that I'm interested in what the Mirror Master where she, her character goes. You know, she, you know she's been so playing this such a crazy timid type character like the fact that she clearly has some kind of evil alternative motive seems a little almost too predictable almost too mustache twirly right. right. almost too obvious too scooby-doo yeah <laughs> i almost almost i almost would have preferred a turn rather than a i've always been evil this whole time right right uh for someone who's been quote-unquote stuck in a mirror how do you turn evil to being stuck in a mirror you think that you'd just be grateful to get out once you get out um so I think I'm I'm really closely following her developments since that's where we're headed. I think in these episodes I, I did enjoy the the uh the last episode, honestly, which was a episode that was Grodd. You know. Now yeah. you know, it had Grodd, you know, potentially, you know, for the time being, you know, you know, turning to the good side or at least, you know, being redeemed for now. And I don't, that's not gonna last, I don't think. Yeah. But I feel like whenever Grodd has shown up on Flash, I think he's been he's brought great energy and he's brought uh, excitement. I think the Grill City episode probably was under underwhelming that two parter, but I think the yes. episode with King Shark was good. I thought the first time the first times we've seen him before yeah. the girl stuff, yeah, the stuff intro of Grodd was excellent. Was excellent, and I thought this episode. I thought he really did bring. I I thought he brought something new and interesting to the table even though he's an older character he just brought something a freshness to the flash that they desperately needed that also i thought was pretty solid um some of these other ones i'll be honest was a little tough to get through you know the love is a battlefield one. Oh, i was a throwaway i mean Goldface and amunet you know couldn't snooze fest you know i, I mean I, re- I truly had a tough time really even caring about that i know it was valentine's day week it's probably your, you know you're gonna have episodes where you're gonna have some fun I just didn't find that interesting or engaging or fun in any way. I did like the A Girl Named Sue episode, though, too. Uh, I thought that, you know, Sue Dearborn is, is uh, in the comic books that is Ralph's wife. So adding her into the show, I thought, is, you know, interesting and, and a good uh, and a good move. She eventually becomes Sue Dibney. So and I thought that the actress that they got to play her, uh, Natalie Dreyfus, I thought was actually really good. I thought she did a good job, yeah. Yeah, she did a very good I job. thought she was... Um, I was smart and, like, Ralph getting uh, beat up. Oh, no, not at all. Getting beat up and stuff. And 
you know, by those thugs, those goons. Yeah, those random goons were, like, about to drown him. She saved him. I'm like, yo. Yeah. He's, he's going to drown? This guy, this guy I know he wants to protect his identity man. or whatever, but, like, you're going to die. You're just going to die? Take one for the team for Team Flash? Like, yeah, on, man. I see that. Yeah, that, that that probably wasn't the best look. But um but besides that though, I thought that they had a great dynamic. I thought they it was a a, a fresh take on um on the uh you know Sue Dibney character. They gave her a, a something that was different. Especially because um, you know, elongated man, you know, it, to me it's almost like this character kind of in some ways kind of touched a little bit on the plastic man origin in a way i think they kind of tried to use that and kind of infuse that into the elongated man story and this was their way to do it so I, I enjoyed that episode i enjoyed the last episode i think overall flash has been kind of a mixed bag I, to me I, I just feel like this show right now just lacks a little direction and that's perhaps to be expected i think we kind of talked about that um on the other shows in terms of what they were going to do post crisis and i thought that I thought Supergirl was probably doing the best job of finding his footing so far. I would probably still stick with that. I think Flash and Batwoman have definitely kind of like really been like, okay, we really got to try to figure out where we're going here. And it started with, you know, they kind of, in Flash, they just rebooted completely. Just, you know, decided, okay, we're going to throw in Black Hole randomly, which... You know why I don't mind the the shadowy organization because we haven't seen that aspect of Flash having to fight that kind of um, institution. You know what I'm saying? We, the fights we've seen with him have been just people, just a guy, another fast guy or another smart guy. Talking real. Yeah, and and you can make the argument that like, in a way, like Devoe was so powerful he almost was an institution, but like it was like absurd. So like you can't <laughs> even really give that credit. Otherwise, really haven't seen him fight an institution. So I thought I was, I was, I am kind of still kind of intrigued by him having to fight an institution. But when you're throwing in Mirror Master, though, it almost makes me feel like, well, really, Black Hole sees Black Hole the way they've used it so far. It's only been a way to Mirror Master. It's a way to get to that CEO who we know is crooked, and it was a way to get to Eva because he worked with her, and Eva is Black Mirror is Mirror Master. So it's just like using another aspect of the Flash uh, ethos to get to someone else i don't know it seems like this is just taking a lot of time like we like i i, I kind of didn't realize how many episodes it was since we last talked about the flash because i'm just looking at it now but i mean we're deep now into the season this isn't a, oh you know we're a couple episodes in where like crisis was like four or five episodes ago we've had one two three four and the next week will be five yep and you get to episode 14. How many episodes? Is it 22 in a season? Around, yeah. It's not like they have no time. But now we have this next episode is going to be about the death of the Speed Force. And what? No, there's some issue with the Speed Force. That's not going to go deep into whatever the Eva story is. Yeah. Or the Iris story is. The episode after that is named The Exorcism of Nash Wells. That also don't sound like nothing that's going to be deep into Black Hole or Eva. So... It, it, that should, I, that should cover I don't up think this episode has been awful. I just feel like the show is just lacking direction. I feel like it's kind of treading its tires right now. I want to see where this thong goes, this Ebar thong thing goes. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. That's my opinion. Well, I, so think what's a, the I think deal? it's a red herring. So I think it's is, a red herring. Is, is, the, is the girl, like, Wells' daughter? Is he... he? He says that it's not his daughter, but it's someone he worked with who made a terrible mistake. Right. Is, is it similar to the. 
the kid Hartley, that that member of Pi Piper, was uh, Harrison Wells' disciple, who went haywire. Is it similar to that on a different level? You know, I don't know. But like, why? 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 Why is what does Eve Bardon have to do with this? That's that's still what I'm kind of like worried about. Is this the same thorn that we that that we saw last season? They got away. That I obviously I had a huge problem with. I'm like, they're all. But this chilling. guy they're looked like this guy looked like Sherlock Wells. He looked like Sherlock Wells. Didn't he look like a bunch of them though? He well before he looked like uh, Harry, he looked like, like, Harry. Like, like a couple weeks episodes yeah. ago. And this week he looked like Sherlock. So like, is is Dawn like they became Dawn, or is this is the same guy? I like, know. I don't. It just seems. I mean, that Thawne seems like that seems a little ridiculous. Like I just can't imagine Dawn putting on yeah a wig. Yeah, I can't imagine him doing that. <laughs> like, not to be fair, he's a well. He put himself in a wheelchair and like and gave himself a new face. So I guess maybe <laughs> maybe maybe I'm not give, maybe I'm not giving him enough credit. Nat but like Wells. not like Harris like like Sherlock Wells looks kind of ridiculous. <laughs> So yeah. the idea that he would dress up like that just for the sake of messing with this guy, <laughs> you have to really—he really—you have a good reason to do that. Like, <laughs> like you telling me that that's the story, knowing like how egotistical he is. Like, I, I, I don't, I can't. The 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 Harrison Wells they introduced the the Eobard Thawne Harrison Wells they introduced to me. Just I can't imagine him doing that. <laughs> He's again, he put himself in a wheelchair for years and acted like he couldn't walk. But I, that seems to look like a step too far for him. That he's gonna purposely just show up randomly, <laughs> and also I I think that's a little bit of a it's kind of un, like unfair miss like storytelling to me to like show him pop up and not show him run away like we've seen like you know Eobardon show up and we see him like we don't see him disappear we see him run like now you're telling me oh we just like this time he's running so fast you don't that's what see. someone said like that, I, don't, I don't really, I don't maybe... I don't like that. That's from the show's perspective, but what if we're looking at it from Nashville's perspective? Like he was so fast, you couldn't even see him. There was no lightning. It's possible. Typically, the show the the show displays speedsters with lightning, but that's from our that's from the viewer perspective. But maybe they don't reveal that it's you, Barton, so they won't even show you that. I don't know. I'm making stuff up, but I don't know. I, I think that there's there's been some good stuff. Um, I'm not, I'm not super high on the way the show's kind of, I don't know, I, I feel like it's jerking around the, the cast a little bit, just in terms of, like, we're throwing random people in, and, you know, Cisco obviously, we Cisco's know he, on vacation, yeah, Cisco's on vacation, or he leave. I don't know if he's leaving the show, if he's on vacation, seems like he changes every week, um, but, I don't know. I just need some consistency. I feel like Arrow back in the day had a consistency about it. The Flash had a consistency about it that I don't think this show really has right now. Yeah, so far it's been a while. This season feels like a transition year. Sorry to cut you off, Jan. It does. But it just feels Mm -hmm. like when you have a team who doesn't really know their direction, but they know, I mean, there'll be more games being played next season. And they kind of just, like, they throw in new players. They have other people going out. And they kind of just figure it out till next season. Yeah, this whole season for the Flash feels like that, and yeah. I almost don't even want to kill him for it because this show needs massive rechanging, rebooting. Like this show of all the CW shows has definitely been the most stale. Like the last at least two seasons, you just look at this. I mean, well, I thought they finished okay last season, but it started very slow. This season started very slow, um, and the season before that was just a train wreck with with uh, with the other guy, with 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 uh, 
Well, really, two seasons before that, because you not only was a train wreck with DeVoe, but even the the, the Savitar stuff Savitar. was pretty bad. So this show, more than anything, has needed like a, a complete rebranding, a, a complete shift in how they're creating right now. So I don't even know if I like. I mean, from a current standpoint, I'm not gonna you know say that, that oh I'm willing to give them a break because this has been a transition season, but. If there was any show that's needed it, it's Flash, and I can almost respect that CW is aware of that. Hence, we have changing cast, new people coming in. A lot more, seems like a lot more fill episodes that don't really lead us anywhere. But they might be kind of just treading water to just figure out where they're going to move moving forward, where they really show true, dynamic, really big ideas type storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, Because what they've yeah. been doing hasn't been working. And... Um... Uh, and one thing I guess I am glad about is I feel like the, even the filler episodes we're getting now, they aren't, you know, oh, another random bus meta, you know, is on the loose. Or, mm. oh, another portal, another Earth 2 meta, you know, from the from one right. of the portals is on the loose. And it's just like, my God, man. It's like there's no thought, yeah. Yeah. no amount of thought in this story. So even the even the kind of less important stories are interesting in some way. Sure. Um, More dynamic. This is uh, not related to the Flash, but uh, the the guy that plays John Dale Jr. in Arrow, uh, the new guy, uh, he actually got picked up to be in a new NBC series. So now people oh. think that he's not going to be in the Canary show. So now people are like, is that show still happening? Are they going to recast? Or are they going to change the entire story? I don't know. I mean, the show's still happening. Um, we would assume. Yeah, I, I, John Diggle Jr. was like the guy who's the Destro. Yeah, he was Destro. He Destro kid. Yeah, yeah, that show is definitely still. Which happening. I didn't. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I can't see they would cancel the show. I didn't think they would just get rid of him. Just yeah. recast. Yeah, just yeah, recast. Yeah, recast. I mean, worst case scenario, they recast. Um, or they, or maybe they would just have him show up less. You know, maybe. They, right. Can I mean, can he also? Is Arrow, also, like is Arrow and the Canaries a twenty-two episode series? I mean, yeah. Legends isn't. Right. So, and Arrow wasn't this season. Right. And there's been people who have done multiple shows on television. It's just you really got to schedule yourself in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And his character, it, to me, isn't a character that has to show up. Every episode. Every episode. No, not at all. Yeah. You can have him show up in the premiere, mid-season finale, and the finale. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm totally... Well, I mean, you that. might need him show a little more because, remember, this version of him has been, like, is, like, is... Oh, yeah, isn't he, like, in a relationship with him? Yeah. yeah, or they're broken up or whatever their or situation, whatever. <laughs> whatever the hell they're doing. But, yeah, he, I mean... He but could, there's a relationship there even, that they have to keep up. his scenes can be, like, very, very short. Like, he doesn't have to be on screen, like, a whole lot throughout, like, an episode. <laughs> Somebody, like, if he was that important, the producers would have signed him to a contract. So I'm saying. <laughs> he wouldn't just be bouncing exactly. around. Exactly, he wouldn't just be bouncing around getting, oh, yeah, I have this other deal going on. It's like, what? Someone pick me up. Yeah, so yeah. clearly, clearly that whatever their plans are for him, it's not, He's not really that involved. It's not, you know, we need you on set every day. <laughs> Maybe something happens to him. Maybe he's out. Maybe he's kind of messed up, but that would be kind of messed up. Cause I, I mean, I kind of was digging the story they were trying nah, to tell. Yeah, I, digging. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> but I was, I was, I was, I was. I liked where they were going with it. Yeah, like, I, I, I mean, really I, enjoyed I that. I really enjoyed that backdoor pilot. So yes. You know, it would be unfortunate if they just wrote him off the show. I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, I I thought he was doing a good job, personally. I think, uh, Yeah, I thought so, too. I thought he did a good job last season and this season. Yeah, uh, same. Same in all, all, in all areas. But, um, 
yeah, I guess we'll see what happens with the Flash. I mean, it seems like these next few episodes again they're gonna be more. They're gonna they're gonna be kind of away from what we've seen with, uh, you know, the stuff. I mean, even obviously it'll be a factor there, but it'll be more focused on other things, especially this next one with Wally West returning. Shout out to uh, shout out Keenan Lonsdale, Keenan Lonsdale, who, who's back and in his Kid Flash uniform. So you know he's Kid For Flash. For all the Legends of Tomorrow fans, man, I haven't seen him in years. Yes, we, like. yes, because we have not watched Legends, so we haven't seen him in a minute. But I'm happy to see him see him on, you know, and. Uh, and we'll see where, what else we get from from this show. But again, I don't. One takeaway I would say is I do feel like it hasn't been terrible in my opinion. I just think that it's a show that right now is kind of just treading water and trying to get to the next season, which isn't great. But they've given me some interesting tidbits, some interesting things to look forward to. I'm curious about Mirror Master. I like what I've seen from uh, uh, Sue. I like what I've seen from the storyline involving i said I, i'm okay with black hole i just gotta see it be progressed a little further than what we've seen so far the only real negative i've seen so far is the iris angle the other the evil iris angle i'm just not really a fan of and they've kind of just done this too much we have a killer frost and a caitlin we had you know the savitar barry mm-hmm. like uh, yeah the evil cisco that evil yeah, the evil Cif- cisco like like enough with the evil versions of these actors and i don't think it's really challenging these actors because they're all doing the same thing like i like i like this is something that we did not need but the, um, this is where they're going shout out to the grod uh the grod barry fusion man gogeta style man vegeto style only thing they were missing were the patara earrings Grash, flash, <laughs> fraud. <laughs> yeah, man, that was that was a way back machine to the Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z days. Man. But see, that's how you to me. That's a that's how you do a filler episode. Like that was a complete filler episode, but it was fun. Yeah, and I was engaged. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be that Gold Link episode. Whatever the hell, Gold, whatever his name is. His name Gold Link? No, Gold Link is a rapper. Gold Face. Gold Face. Gold There's face. a Gold Face in the <laughs> Yeah, you know, Gold Link is a is a rapper. Uh, the uh, Gold Link, Gold Face, Amulet. Well, this, I mean, well, I, I won't. Shamari, I don't know how, how far are you in Supergirl? Uh, I think I'm maybe like an episode behind or something. The last episode of Supergirl that we watched, that was kind of a filler. It was good. Yeah, you know, we loved it. Yeah, but you know, like that kind of stuff, man. Yeah, exactly. But um, I think that's a good place to wrap the show, guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, of course, you can catch all of our podcasts on the New Generation Podcast Network on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, catch us on YouTube, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media. We can be uh, we can be found on Facebook, New Generation Media, on Twitter, New Generation Pod, and on Instagram, New Generation Podcast. You can find Shamari on social media. He's at mcshan22 on uh, Instagram and Snapchat. I'm on Instagram, ActionEJ, and on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart. Thank you guys so much for listening again. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. For Kendall, Shamari, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.